0: Welcome to the Richer Geek Podcast. We're here helping people find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. I'm Mike Stoller, and in this podcast, you'll hear from others who are already doing these things and learn how you can too. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Richer Geek. We have... Day, Lauren Hardy. Lauren is the owner of this mom flips wholesaling and what she does is virtual investing in flipping houses and what is unique is she invests out of state so we're going to learn how she does that and why she does it. How you doing Lauren?
1: Hi I'm good how are you?
0: Doing good doing well. Um, so let you know we're starting out everyone knows and or has heard as Flipping houses. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like, uh, where people start. Um, and a lot of people have been very successful at it. Why number one, why flipping,
1: you know, I kind of just felt, fell into the business. Um, I got into the business about 10 years ago. I was looking to kind of get out of the corporate world. Mm. Um, I had just had my daughter and um, had another baby on the way. So I was starting to calculate the daycare costs and realize <laughs> that I was not making enough money to really justify paying almost all my salary, you know, to daycares. Um, so I was kind of willing to do anything that would keep me at home. I, I didn't care. Um, I even went as far as like calculating how much it would cost, like, like to replace my income, you know, say if I were to keep my full time job but still play the daycare, like how much money would I need to make? And gosh, at that time, I think it was like $36,000. It was so, it was not very much. Um, so I happened to be, you know, talking at a barbecue with my brother and telling him, you know, I just need to find something where I can work from home. And he said, you know, you should do what I do. I was like, well, what do you even do? I never really paid attention to what he did. Honestly. Um, he's like, you know, I flip houses, I buy them and I fix them up. I resell them. And I, you know, I, I make a profit. I'm like, okay, well tell me more. Like all he had to tell me is that I could do it from home and I could do it around my kids. Um, so I, I, that's how I got my start. Um, I got my start from my brother. Luckily he mentored me on our first couple of deals. We did them together. And then I broke off and, and did them on my own. Um, so that enabled me to be able to quit my full-time job, which was awesome. Um, and you know, gosh, fast forward 10 years later, I, I, you know, done hundreds and hundreds of deals, flips, wholesales. Um, now I, I coach, uh, coach the business. And so it's been quite, quite an experience.
0: Wow, yeah, it's, you know, it, it's amazing how some people, when they started in the flips, they 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 think of the HGTV episodes, right? Everyone, that's where it, a lot of people get their start there. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, they can do this in an hour and look how pretty it looks. Yeah. Um, what's some of the things that you would say, oh, my God, if I had, had to do this again, you know, some people was, you know, they over fixed it right uh-huh. before they flipped it what are some of the lessons that you learned early on that you would say oh please do not
1: do this mm, gosh that is good okay so with flipping specific um, when it has when it comes to like contractor type stuff I, I guess mm. you're asking um, the biggest mistake I've ever made is giving a contractor too much money um, in their first installment oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah <laughs> So, mistake number 1 is never give a contractor much more than maybe $5,000 to get a project started. Um, and you wanna know exactly where that money is going. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps if it's for materials, try to pay for the materials you know, yourself. Um, so that is a big mistake. Um, I mean, I'm even going through contractor drama. You never stop going through contractor drama when you're doing rehabs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you don't know what you're doing, um, you could get in the hands of a contractor. That's pretty shady. It's very easy to do. I've gotten in those hands many times and, um, they will start. The first sign is that they start coming up with, uh, well, their family starts getting sick (laughs) and weather the weather and they, an employee's, Car doesn't work. Like use the same excuses. So like they start sounding very familiar, and they start dragging the job on, and then they start mm-hmm. asking for more money. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's when you know things are going really south with this person, and you need to fire them quickly. Um, do not give give them any more money. Um, so I've lost money on flips because I've had contractors do stuff like that.
0: And when did you learn that? You know, I've had some friends that that did it, and you know they want to fix it as if they were going to live in it mm-hmm. okay you know granite and, yeah. and this and i'm like look this isn't a scottsdale 600 700 800 thousand dollar house this is a blue collar quit putting tile and you know did you did you start to over fix them at all or you know or did from the beginning did you realize that, you know, laminate's fine.
1: Yeah. So I, yes and no, it's a slippery slope. So the more I would go to the property, the more I would add to the scope of work. Mm. So I learned to just not go to the property very often. I got very lucky where I did have some great contractors. So I'm only talking at first about the bad ones, (laughs) Um, but um, I have been very lucky that I have contractors that work specifically with investors. So they, I just tell them, do what you would normally do in a house like this for your other clients and they will put in you know their standard stuff that they put in all the homes that they do for investors so that helps a like save a ton of money um and like b it kind of stops you from like that's like if you're picking out everything that's in the bathroom in the kitchen like it's a slippery slope you're going to start spending more money than you need to because you know the the quartz looks this quartz looks better than this quartz you know so um that's actually been my like the the best thing that you know i've found is kind of just going with like these go with a contractor that's experienced with house flippers that actively Mm -hmm. has investor clients that they work with right now and just go what would you do Mm -hmm. you pick you pick it out and show me photos of like your previous work and i'll just okay it so like they would send me photos of like houses they've already done and i'd say okay do the kitchen in the house on fifth street do the same like bathroom that you did here like I would do stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. and just let them do it. Cause again, yeah, the more you go in, the more you're going to add to that scope of work.
0: Yeah. Um, did you always do virtual or did you start, you say you're from SoCal area. Yeah. Did you start in the California, you know, in, in SoCal, or did you, uh, have you always done virtual?
1: No. So I did start in Southern California. I started in 2012. So this was a different time. Mm -hmm. There were deals everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, there was plenty of discounted houses on the market that you could pick up and fix up and resell. So it was much easier to do it in my hometown. What happened for me? Is as you know the nation pulled them pulled itself out of the recession. Real estate values in my specific area went up dramatically. Mm-hmm. Um, Orange County is like arguably you know one of the most inflated markets in the country. It's one of them, you know. Yeah. And um, by about 2016. I was really having a difficult time finding flips and it's, I started getting scared going, okay, this is how I pay myself. Like, this is my, my you know, every deal I get is like a, a, maybe a salary part of your, think of it like your salary for the quarter. Right. Mm-hmm. So like every deal I did, I was like, okay. Um, I don't have my next quarter salary. That's the way it, you know, you think about it. And so I, I looked around though. I, I have a bunch of friends in the industry all over the nation. And I, I was like, you know, they don't seem to be having the same issues I am in like Florida and like Arizona and mm-hmm. these other areas. Like, why, why can't I find a deal? This is crazy. Um, eventually I made the decision to just try to go out of state and make this work because otherwise I'm going to have to go back to my full-time job. So um, so yeah, I went out of state. Um, I first went to Net. Nashville, Tennessee, because I thought it's cool. I had no other like thought process behind it other than it sounded cool to visit. And um, I started building houses there because that's what people were doing there. That was the game. So I built a couple, uh, I built three houses there, um, ground up construction. And I started wholesaling and in flipping a little bit in Nashville, but mainly wholesaling as I was building those homes. Um, so I, Nashville kept me busy for a couple of years. Um, then Nashville, it was like the California effect. Mm-hmm. If anybody knows Nashville was like one of the number one, um, uh, fastest growing real estate, um, territories in, in for a while. So, I was like, wait, I just left California to like be in another California. (laughs) So I went, um, from there, I, I chose an area, um, I chose Oklahoma city and Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, where, you know, it was a little bit more stable Mm -hmm. growth. Um, so now, you know, I operate in Oklahoma city and Tulsa, um, and also Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm. Yeah.
0: How do you find virtual houses?
1: Yeah. So we do a lot of direct to seller marketing and and I should say now my business is probably more 80% wholesaling. And what wholesaling Mm -hmm. is is you get the property under contract and you sell it to another investor. Who's going to keep it as a rental or flip it It, easiest way to, you know, to put that out there. So 80% of my business is wholesaling. Um, reason is that, you know, being virtual, it is very hard to manage contractors. Mm Um, um, so, you know, that's, you know, it makes it a lot when you're wholesaling, you don't have to deal with the contractor stuff. Um, but anyway, to, to find these properties back to your question, um, uh, we do a lot of direct to seller marketing as wholesalers. Mm-hmm. So I, I always say, you know, that house flipping isn't what you think, you know, I hate to, you know, burst your bubble, but it really isn't like, I, I see a lot of like designers, like getting like aspiring to be a house flipper. But that artistic designer person (laughs) does not want to do the sales and marketing that is required for house flipping. Mm -hmm. Um, To find the deal, you're going to have to do a lot, a lot, a lot of sales and marketing. So we are spending a lot of money in marketing, um, cold calling, text message blasting, TV commercials, um, you know, and then you get the leads in and you have to make a lot of offers. I mean, we're making, you know, 45 offers to get one deal, Mm -hmm. you know, so Yeah. So it's a lot of sales and marketing, um, you know, a lot of moving pieces. Um, but you know, it it's, it's afforded me to be able to be at home with my kids. You know, I have the work life balance that I wanted, you know, so I still feel, you know, I feel very blessed. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's wonderful. I think that's why most people pay attention to getting into real estate. You know, you have two types of people, one that, once that work-life balance and replace their income, then you have the other side that just wants the passive income and, and diversify their portfolio, and they have no intention of quitting. What would you tell someone, and this is maybe part of your coaching part, but what would you tell someone that says, hey, uh, I want to start doing this full-time, my job sucks, my boss sucks, you know, or whatever, you know, uh, is going on, but they want that that lifestyle you know um what would you tell someone that's looking to start getting into it
1: i mean i would definitely first warn them you know that it's very sales and marketing um yeah. i have a lot of people that approach me you know like saying i'd love to do that and they have no idea that it really is a sales and marketing business. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so that's the first thing is like, how are you with sales and talking to a lot of people Mm -hmm. and making, you know, a lot of offers and following up, you know, and if it's somebody who has a background in sales, then they're actually great. Like they're, they're usually okay with it. Um, but what I found is it is like the people that are like more of the designers, like you know, they're like, never mind. Like the the creative types are like, yeah. nope, I that's not what I want to get into. Um, so, so you know, of course, it's making sure this is a right fit for you, um, and you're realistic with what this business really is. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing is, don't be afraid to get education. Um, I I think in although I am biased, right? Like I have an education program, but the first thing I did was my brother handed me an education program that, cause back in the day, these used to come in CDs. It didn't used to be Mm -hmm. like online. It Mm -hmm. used to be like a binder of CDs that you would put in your DVD or your um, CD player in your car when your car used to have a CD player. So um, that's what I, the first thing I did is I got a a binder of CDs from this binder of CDs. (laughs) So I don't know how I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, I do not know how I would have figured out how to get my first deal if I didn't have that binder of CDs. Yeah.
0: And you know, that's an extremely important uh, message. Everybody is, you know, you can either spend your money by failing and learning, or you can just go ahead and spend the money and learn from a mentor. Uh, You know, I did not start really succeeding in my business until I got mentors, I got business coaches, um, uh, a head coach, you know, because, <laughs> um, you know, some of the most important things is, uh, and I, I think especially when you get going is you want to start, you, you want to do it all, right? Because mm-hmm. um, you maybe can't afford to do it, um, you know, hire people, but you, at, at some point you're going to have to say, okay, I'm good at this. I need to hire someone to do all this other menial stuff in the marketing. You can still do this if you're not into marketing sales, but you have to find someone that's good at marketing sales mm-hmm. to do it, right? Yeah. Um, so that's a very good point that I always try to tell everyone is I didn't get to where I was today until I started educating myself.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, yeah, it's amazing. So let's talk about the education part, the coaching part um what do you offer what is your coaching
1: yeah program? so so I coach um I have a coaching program called virtual investing Mastery and it's essentially from A to Z get, get you your first deal to your you know I've students that have done you know tens of you know 10 20 30 40 deals um but it, it is more directed to the beginner I have, mm-hmm. You know, it teaches you how to get from starting from zero, um, you know, to get your first virtual wholesale deal. Um, the whole idea is how do you invest or how do you, you know, you know, find properties, discounted properties, Mm -hmm. how do you wholesale, complete a wholesale transaction, um, without living there, you know, without being able to just get in your car and drive to the property. How do you do that? Um, so it's what I went through that I had to figure out on my own. I compiled that into ten modules. Um, that is an e-course, and it comes with coaching. I have a weekly coaching call where you know you get that support um, because you know although these e-courses are great, you learn a ton from them. Um, there is something about having someone that you can get you know on a live call with and and talk some details out. So I teach everything from seller marketing, how we get the deals. How do you talk to sellers, your scripts? How do you convince a seller to sign a contract when they've never met you in person? Um, You know, how do you transact after there? like, what are all the contracts you use? And like, what do you do like from start to finish um, the transaction coordination? So it's very comprehensive. Um, And yeah, again, I, when I put the course together, I thought about all the mistakes that I made. In the last 10 years. And I said, if if just write down all the mistakes you've made Mm -hmm. and what, you know, could you give to someone so they don't make those mistakes?
0: Yeah. Uh, And that's, that's so valuable. It's like, I don't want people to have to do what I did, you know, and and Mm -hmm. lose the amount of money and the headaches and, and all of that. Um, Do you Mm -hmm. use any type of software at all to find houses or do you just go out and, and mass mail?
1: Yeah, I mean, I use um, we pull lists. Um, mm-hmm. My primary source for list pulling is PropStream. Um, mm-hmm. So if you guys go to PropStream.com, um, that's where I'm getting my motivated seller lists. In fact, on my YouTube channel, I have like live demos of me pulling lists. So mm-hmm. I, if you if you go to Lauren Hardy on YouTube, you'll you'll see some demos of that.
0: Yeah, PropStream is really good. Uh, we've used uh, Property Radar.
1: Mm, yes, I know the guys at Property Radar uh, pretty well.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. Aaron yeah. Lewis. Um, for anybody that's, that wants to listen to that, I'm going to plug another episode. If you go to episode 86 of The Richer Geek, you'll learn from Aaron Norris, Aaron uh, Norris uh, all about yeah. Property Radar. And uh, uh, Can I ahead. share a
1: funny story? Uh-huh. Aaron Norris's dad was one of the first e-courses I ever got a hold of. <laughs> So his was my second. I learned from one guy named Mike Cantu. His, his was, Mike Cantu's was the first book of binder or binder of CDs I got. And then Bruce Norris, who's Aaron's father, is the second one. So Aaron's mm-hmm. father's a legend in our area. He's been around forever.
0: Wow. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it's, it's, it's such a small world, isn't it? You yeah. Know, it's just, yeah. Uh, so Lauren, where can people find you? Um, if they're interested in the coaching, but just interested in a little more information about how to do things virtually, because yeah, I, I think everyone knows how to do it in their neighborhood, you know, or, or in in their own state, but where can people find you?
1: Yeah, so I usually direct everyone to my main website because that'll take you to kind of everything. So if you go to Laurenhardyco.com, um, there is a link there for the coaching if you are interested in, in the virtual investing mastery program. Um, I have some free tools on there, free wholesaling mini course. Um, and then if you just want some free videos, if you're a big YouTuber, go to Lauren Hardy on YouTube. Um, and I also have an Instagram account that's this mom flips.
0: Perfect, LinkedIn. <laughs>
1: I am not really active on LinkedIn. I'll be honest; it's pretty okay. outdated. If you go look at my LinkedIn.
0: Yeah, you know that's. Uh, but everyone, it's uh, Lauren is L A U R E N, Hardy H A R D Y, and Lauren has been fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on, and uh, being wonderful and teaching us all about a little bit about virtual house flipping and wholesaling.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Take care, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Richer Geek Podcast, where we're helping others find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. For today's show notes, including all the links and resources from our show and more information about our guests, visit us at www.therichergeek.com podcast. And don't forget to jump over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and hit the subscribe button. Share with others who could benefit from listening and leave a rating and review to get the podcast in front of more eyes. I appreciate you and thanks for listening.